Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I want to thank you so much for your word, for what you have prepared for us to receive this morning. Lord, we pray that we shall receive your heart, shall receive your spirit. As Ezekiel said, that he spoke to me and his spirit entered me. Lord, I pray that as you speak your word to us, that Lord, there will be a spirit from you that will enter us as and in accordance with what you'll be speaking to us about. Lord, we thank you. And I pray that, Lord, you'll hoover upon this congregation. I take authority over the atmosphere in Jesus' name. And I declare, let the word of God prevail. I declare in Jesus' name for stillness, stillness in every soul and mind. In Jesus' name, I pray for anointed hearing to everyone hearing today anointed hearing by the spirit of the living God that our hearts will be good ground good ground that can receive the seed of life in the name of Jesus thank you Lord to you be the praise and the glory amen amen amen, amen. okay um, I'm blessed this morning to share with you the word and, uh, I know that being uh, a new year, there, there are so many things that you could have heard. You could have heard uh, in different maybe sources that are all trying to speak into your year. But I also recognize what the Lord spoke to us here on the 31st. Very powerful word, prophetic word concerning our year and the seasons to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, and in case you want to, to continue to eat that word, it's available on the app, on the church app. It's available on cast box. But also we're going to put it in print. So that you can populate a prayer list out of that word. And also action. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's a, it's a new year and therefore it's pregnant. There are possibilities that are not yet visible, but they are there. There are things that God wants to do. There is a plan that God has. But it all depends on our response to God. I want to share with you about contending for the plan. Contending for the plan of God. Amen. Contending for the plan of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 1, God creates the heavens and the earth. And in each of those days he creates, he finishes the day and he says, it is good. It is good. Every single day, Jesus said, it is good. Which is a statement to say that Whatever he made for man, to him it was really the right one. 
the right thing, the good thing, the best he could do. So God revealed his goodness to man from what he created. All the animals, all the trees, all the stars, all the everything, he was revealing his goodness to us. Amen. 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 And, and the Bible tells us that even when it came to creating Adam, he looked at Adam and said, it's not good for a man to be alone. Huh? After everything was good, and then he created Adam, he saw something missing. You can tell your neighbor what he was missing. Some of you are going to say it was a pussycat missing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. It was a what? A wife. The National Standard Version says that therefore God said um, he was going to make a help meet. But the International Standard Version calls it one who corresponds in authority. That is a wife. If you are a young man in this house and you don't have a wife and you are marriage ready for you to find your corresponding authority. Can I ask my corresponding authority to stand up? Let her come. Come. Oh, she has taken off her shoes. Praise the Lord. Every man, especially if you're not called to celibacy, you need a corresponding authority. Do I just wanted you to see how good it looks. I, I am talking to the men who are not yet married. It looks good, right? So the Pascals, the Michaels, uh, uh, who else am I saying? You know, we pray for you. Also the ladies, we pray for you. Thank, thank you. you can sit. Thank you. I just wanted them to see how good. When you have corresponding authority. Hallelujah. Amen. We are blessed that we have two weddings coming. We have a wedding of uh, Anthony and Hope. We have a wedding of Mirembe. That one is a blessing indeed. Mirembe's wedding. Because of, uh, you know, it's a blessing. Those who don't know. And, and, and we are going to see more weddings. The Lord is going to bless his family with more families. Hallelujah. Amen. That door is open in Jesus' name. The door to find your mate, the door to find your spouse, it is open in Jesus' name. fake. No one is going to bring us a non-believer, a Catholic, a Muslim, a what? No one here. We are declaring the plan of God for you, the best that God has for you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, um, that, forgive me, that was a moment of, of deliverance and release. And I had to, 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 to bring it out of my spirit. Amen. So, so God, God has good plans for his people. In fact, they are not just good plans. They are very exceedingly good plans. He has the best plan for you. But you need to trust his plan. You need to trust how those things are going to work out to the plan. Hallelujah. In the book of Exodus chapter 3 verse 8, God speaks to the children of Israel what he showed the fathers of Israel. He says he brought them out and delivered them out of the hand of the Egyptians to bring them up out of the land to bring them out out of the land and to a good land and a large and to a land flowing with milk and honey and to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Jebusites. Praise the Lord. God chose a particular place. You can imagine in all the earth, when God chose Abraham, God chose a land which was already inhabited. According to God, Israel was the best place for his people. That land, that land which has seen war since that time. I was listening to a TV program. This missionary who bought land in, is in Jerusalem. And they an acre in Jerusalem, Jerusalem. 200 million dollars. An acre. Huh? Mm. Today. And he said that now in Jerusalem, no one sells land. There's no land to buy. Praise the Lord. The land is so expensive that if you are to buy it, you must be among the top in the world. But that's the land that God chooses. He doesn't go to which land you know, green land. He doesn't go to the beautiful hills of wherever. He goes to, to God that was the land. He gave them the best place on the face of the earth. The best. And there are many reasons which I cannot go into right now. Geographically and so many other ways. And it tells you that God's plan for our lives is not mediocre it is not something he has just lazily thought about for every single one of us he has the best in mind he has the best in mind praise the Lord for every single one of us the Bible tells us in Psalms 139 that all the things concerning me are written in his book 
If you were to read that book written about you, Ooh, you might get shocks of your life. Those shocks might resuscitate you back to life. You might realize I've been dead all along, living under the best that God had for me. Hallelujah. God has so much good for us. So much good for us. But interestingly, in the land where the Bible says there were Hittites, Perizzites, and all the sites Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And to God, that's not a problem. He actually designed it that way. That his plans for us between them and us, there is a warfare. There is a what? There is a what? There is a warfare. If the plans of the Lord were accessible, anytime you just wake up and turn your head, Ooh. even the wicked would be in the plans of God. But why does God hide them and put challenges between them? Because it's those with his heart that will qualify for his best. Hallelujah. Amen. Those with his heart can go through all those challenges and come to the best that God has for them. I do not know if there are many men who have lived so far and how many they could be who have lived up to the best that God had for them. I do not know. I do not know how many of them the people who have lived before all living now who have aspired as much as possible for the best of God for their life. And I don't even know if those people are here. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in Numbers chapter 14, verse 7, when the spies went to the land and they searched the land 40 days and they came back with a report, the Bible says they spake unto their company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we passed through to search it is an exceedingly good land. Huh? Is what? Exceedingly good. Exceedingly good. They, they searched the land and they saw how good the land was. That is the plan of God for your life. The moment you when you get prophetic eyes and prophetic ears and you start to see what God has in store for your life, you will see how good it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
I remember. Let me just give this story. I didn't give it in the first service, but second service is where you can get a bonus. Because we are not trying to catch time so that others come later for another service. Um, we were preparing for marriage with Diana. And uh, I decided to live here. Look for a house. And I remember I, I stepped out by faith. To look for that house. And I got that house in Rubaga somewhere that side near the mosque. And I came back they asked me for rent for four months which by then was one million shillings. So I, I lay on my bed and I said Father I found the house where's the money? While I was on that bed there, Pastor Dennis was in the next room. He calls me. He says, you have a call. Someone wants to talk to you. And this was an old, they call them OGs, old girl. My head there, head prefect in Mengo. She, she, she's like, Andrew, Pastor has just told me now that you are planning to get married. She said, okay. I can plan to contribute. And she said, I'm going to send uh, five, six, You know what was going on in me now? I was seeing my rent. So I asked her, when are you sending <laughs> she said, when do you want me to send it? I said, send it And she sent. That very day I went. Put money on the house. Hallelujah. Amen. When I entered that house, one Friday morning, I am there talking to my Lord. I'm wondering, Lord, you told me it is my time to get married. But look at the life we are living. Look, there's nothing. And I said, Lord, you are my father. You tell me what you're going to do. Since you're my father. My father is dead. You're the one I have. You know what the Lord told me? He said, put on power FM. 5 a.m. in the morning. Uh, ha, the pianists are not here. Are they here? <laughs> eh? Bakoye, Bagenzi. Hallelujah. Tambaleke. The song that played on power, if I even wanted to sing it for you, but let me just you know, sample, sample it. The song that came on as soon as I put on power. FM. It's okay, Ivan. I'm just going to sample. I know the plans I have for you. 
says the Lord. I have great plans to prosper you, declares the Lord. To give you a hope, to give you a future, says the Lord. And not to harm you. No, I will never harm you. Now, this is where the presence of God hit me. I fell to the ground. And I began to sob like a baby. Because I felt my father the first time in my life that I can tell you I felt God hug me. I want to show you all of my miracles. I want to know you. That is the point I felt. And I want you to know me. I want to show you in the life we have together the beauty of my plans. You're in very capable hands. I know the plans I have for you. People. Ay, 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 ay. That, that last part, I didn't even hear it. I didn't. I, it's now that I know the song. But I want to know you. That God wants to know me. And I want you to know. The hug came. Praise the Lord. Do you know? It was five o'clock that morning. Do you know six o'clock sharp? I wish she was here. I could, I could remind her. Six o'clock sharp in the morning. A person who was not a personal friend of mine. Who used to just come to this ministry. We used to see once in a while. Called me. And said, I feel I need to give you this. That was Virginia. Six o'clock in the morning, Virginia is the first day That whole day, I was on a border border picking money from people who were saying, People were saying, God has told us, God has told us, God has told us, come for this, come to my office. What shocked me was this lady I served with at campus. She was the mama of the non-residents. She found mine. She, she got unsettled. Looked for my number. Called so many people. She could not settle in her She told me she had to do it that day. Because says, Andrew, where are you? I said, I am somewhere in town. She says, do you know Barclay Bank offices? I said, I can't find them. Do you think I can do anywhere? I said, I can't find them. What's the problem? She said, you come now. I knew what was happening already. Hallelujah. That Friday, what I needed for Kwanjula, it was everywhere over me. So when my mother asked me in the next Kwanjula meeting, I said, Andrew, <laughs> I have a father. 
I have a father. They were shocked. I began putting out money, talking like the big man. Organizing the wedding. Hallelujah. Amen. There's one thing, it, it's, it's good to work and make money. Very good. God has called us to work. It is good to experience supernatural provision. It is good. There are times you need it. I'm telling you. The work cannot supply all your needs. You need to see the plan that God has to Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So anyway, coming back to the text. Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, I know the plans I have for you. Declares the Lord. He says, plans for your well-being. Amen. And not for calamity, but to give you a future and a hope. That plan, that plan that God finished, he's not planning it today. He finished it and he wrote it in your book. That's the plan that God wants you to contend for. That's the plan that God wants you to reach out for. There are things in that plan that are bigger than you. enormous. That when we try to fit them with you, in human language we see Hallelujah. Things that God in his sovereign glorious provision as a king he has set them for you. They have your name on them. Hallelujah. And there is no natural means you will ever employ to attain to those plans. Everything in that plan is going to take a supernatural route a root of faith a root with God for you to access what is in that book hallelujah praise be to Jesus praise be to Jesus hallelujah I don't Amen. think that your children at home, some of you have children, that they know everything you're planning. I don't know if some of you have ever told, told your children how much you bought something at home. Or how much you built the house. When you tell them, they're like, what? Because they thought the house was 30,000 shillings. Hallelujah. Amen. So now that you tell them that, then, eh, eh, but you people are rich like that. Hallelujah. Amen. God is about to tell you his plans. And you're about to know how rich daddy is. Hallelujah. Amen. The things he's going to do for his house, Amen. for his people. Praise, Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to be convinced about what God has in store for you. Become persuaded about the good plans that God has for you. Exceedingly good. 
Hallelujah. Stop Amen. planning your life the yourself. Tap into the higher plan. Tap and say, what do you want to do? What do you want to do in my life? Hallelujah. Amen. Look at Nehemiah. He's, 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 he's in the service of the, of the palace. And that's all he knows. But in the plan of the Lord, he, he is a foundation builder. He is a restorer of walls. He is a transformer. Not just one who's going to go and test the wine of the king to see whether it was poison and then serve the king. God said no. In the book of Nehemiah, there is a restorer of walls. There is a builder of foundations. There is a transformer of nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may appreciate what God has given you so far. That, 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 that responsibility you have, but you have not seen anything yet that is still hidden from your sight. And so you cannot settle. You cannot settle. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to Jesus. In Deuteronomy chapter 126, we turn there. We are going to see how God is leading his people into his plan. And something that hindered these people from entering the plan of the Lord. From entering their inheritance in God. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 26. I will connect it to the real story later. It says, however your ancestors didn't go up, Instead, they rebelled against the command of your God. Your ancestors didn't go up. He's talking about a time when the children of Israel were supposed to enter after the spies had spied the land. They were supposed to go in and get the land. But the Bible says they did not go up. At the day of battle, when they were supposed to stand in the gates, the gate of capturing the plan of God, the gate of into the plans of God, they turned back in the day of battle, and the Lord told that rebelling against his command. How did they rebel against his command? The Bible says they murmured in their tents. They complained. They said the Lord hates us. Can you imagine? Look at the journey of these people. Look at what God has done for them. Look at the breakthroughs they saw. The supernatural provisions they saw. They have come to the gate. The gate. And now they are complaining. Many of us have opportunities where we come to the gate of something we are supposed to possess. Something we are supposed to inherit. Something that is part of God's plan for our lives. You come near the gate and that's where you lose it. That's where you lose it. The enemy stages something. He takes advantage of something in your character. For them in their 
character, there was an issue called complaining. Complaining, complaining, complaining. Something even today we take lightly. But according to scriptures, when God had them complaining, he said to himself, I swear, they shall not enter. Hallelujah. Amen. The power of words. The things we say. That you can release a complaint. And you never know how far that complaint has gone in closing an opportunity. shutting you out from your next level. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to Jesus. Sometimes you could look and say, but wasn't this fair enough? You have come to the, the place and you have seen the giants. You have seen that the, they are much greater than you. Isn't it factual that we cannot, that they're mightier than us? God said no. No. There was no justification for this complaint. They murmured in their tents. In their homes. When they went back home. That's where they murmured from. They didn't murmur when they were in the congregation. When they went back. That's when God has brought us here to kill us. While they were at home. And the Bible says he heard them. Look at what they are saying, verse 28. Where can we go? Our brothers discouraged us when they said that the people are bigger and taller than we are. Their cities are tall and fortified to the sky. Have you seen that? And we also saw the Anakim there. They're even telling lies, exaggerating. But it's because they're looking at things from, from the perspective of fear. So Moses tells them, I told you, don't be terrified or afraid of them. The Lord your God is the one who will be going ahead of you. The Lord your God is the one who will be going ahead of you. Praise be to Jesus. When you know who has gone ahead of you, he will fight for you just as he did in Egypt before your eyes. The Christians of today do not know that God fights and that he fights for them. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know that scriptures call the Lord Jehovah a man of war? Exodus chapter 15 verse 3. Jehovah is a man of war. Now, there's no equal to Jehovah. There's no one he fights. No one can fight him. When it came to the battle of Lucifer in heaven, in a sprinkle of an eye, he was out of heaven. It was angels fighting. God was on his throne enjoying himself. But yet, like lightning, he was cast out of heaven. 
Why does God call himself a man of war? Intentionally, he is identifying himself with men and is saying, I am your warrior. I fight on your behalf. Uganda never joke with people God who, when God is fighting on behalf of those people. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I could have told you stories about someone I know here who God fought on behalf of them. But let me spare the time. Hallelujah. But we are his people. He fights on our behalf. Hallelujah. After Moses encourages the people and he tells them in the desert you saw that the Lord carried you like a man carries a son. On every road you traveled until you reached this place. And he says, but despite this you didn't trust in the Lord your God who walked ahead of you along the way to get a place for you to pitch camp by fire at night, cloud by day, to lead you on the way you should go. When the Lord had your complaints, he became angry and declared, I swear, that not one man of this evil generation will see the good land that I have promised to give to your ancestors. Except verse 36, are you there? Save Caleb. The son of Jephunneh. He shall see it. And to his descendants. Sorry, he shall sit and I'll give it to him. And to his descendants, the land on which he has walked. He was one of the spies. Because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord. Because what? Can, you, can, can we go to Numbers chapter 14? Numbers chapter 14. Verse 1. Help us quickly. Because I don't have it here. I just want to, to relate to it. Numbers chapter 14 verse 1. And we shall continue reading. Another congregation lifted up their voice and cried. And the people wept that night. You see that? Mm. And they were in their tents, they were in their homes. This is why they said God hates us. That's why they are weeping. Okay, continue. Verse 2. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Will God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or will God we had died in this wilderness? Uh -huh. And wherefore has the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword? That you see how they don't even trust God. Huh? They are saying God, they are blaming God. better for us to return to Egypt. Verse four. Quickly, quickly. Verse 4. And they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us do what? Can I tell you the truth? It is easier to return to Egypt than to go for the best in God. Let me say that so that somebody can receive it. It is easier to return to go back than to go forward. 
going forward, there's opposition. Going backwards, it's easy. Verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. Uh-huh. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that such the land did what? Look at that. Look at that. They tore their clothes. And what do they say? Verse 7. And they spake unto the company of the children of Israel. Saying, the land which we passed through to such it. Look at what is motivating them. It is what? They have not even mentioned the giants. They saw the plan of God. They saw the blessing. And they said, this one is exceeding good land. You see, when God shows you a bit of his plans. He does that to awake your appetite so that you become hungry for more revelation, for more of his plans. God knows that he cannot walk with a man who has no passion for his things. God cannot put you in leadership in terms of his will when you have no passion for his will. That is a dead game. It's a dead game. If God is going to do anything through a man, he has to introduce that man as a spy. Go and see the land. When you see it, how good it is, and you become passionate. Says, ah, now we can work together. That is where Caleb and Joshua were. All the others who were given the same opportunity, we all had the same prophetic work. We had about 2024. All of us had it. But not everybody got appetite. There were a few who got the appetite. And the few got the appetite. And the ones got it saying, lead. Let's go. Go and get it. It doesn't matter whether the person who got the appetite was not in leadership. As long as he has the appetite, he will become the leader. Here is Caleb. This is how we go to know Caleb. No one knew Caleb before this. We knew Joshua. We knew Moses. We knew Aaron. Caleb has shown up from where? From getting the appetite for the land. Hallelujah. Amen. When he got that desire, that passion, the prophetic word awakened him. And then he saw the rebellion in the camp. He tore his clothes. He said, what is wrong with these people? 
How can we be at the gate? We have come so near. And you are telling us we go back to Egypt. To do what? Hallelujah. Amen. And they speak unto all the company. <laughs> Verse 8. If the Lord delight in us, this is Caleb and Joshua talking. They are not even sure if the Lord delights. But they are saying if. For them that have seen the land, they are going for the land. Whether God delights in them or not, we are going for the land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us a land which is I'm paraphrasing. Full of abundance. 2024. A land which is full of abundance. They are not even sure. Have we in his favor? Have we pleased him? They are not even sure. They want the land. They saw it. You, you, you see. Many Christians certain plays on them in the area of conscience. But is the Lord pleased with me? But I think God is not on my case. No, Vera. The good land here. The prophecy has said what you will do first. No, we are prophecy. No, Gamba, hallelujah. Amina. Guna Maka Gwang. What? Only rebel not here against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the Lord. For they are bread for us. Their differences departed from them. And the Lord is with us, finally. Ah, fear them not. Verse 10. But all the congregation did what? They bet to stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Do you know why God appeared? Do you know why he appeared? He appeared to save two men. Two. We're going to stone them today. They are very brethren. Let me tell you. When you start to operate in faith, your own Christians, your real brothers and sisters in the Lord can oppose you. They can oppose you. They can be the ones talking against you. I remember those. I remember those years. When I'd wake up four o'clock before going to school, and I go in the bathroom, and I pray up to six, and my big brother, who I used to stay with in the same room, is now a pastor in California. But he used to tell me, You think you're more spiritual than us? What are those things you keep doing, locking up yourself in the bathroom? Praying? 
I got those ones. My mother one time sat me down. And asked me. Is your pastor going to be like that? I am telling you, I got that speech. The very people, your blood will stand in your way when you start to operate in true faith. That's what happened to these guys. And God showed up to defend them. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Praise be to Jesus. Caleb demonstrates wholehearted faith. He is not focusing on the challenges. He says that is bread. He's focusing on the prize of the plan. Hallelujah. He's looking at what is to be achieved. And that is what God wanted to see. Hallelujah. In Philippians chapter 3.14, Paul said, I press on towards the mark. The mark of of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Caleb was ready to press against in battle. He was ready to go all the way to get the promise of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Bible says in Numbers 14.24, let's read there. Numbers 14.24. Are you there? It says, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and has followed me fully, him will I bring into the land. Where unto? Do you hear that? He had a different spirit. Caleb had a different spirit. Hallelujah. What was this spirit? It was that spirit where Caleb said, that let us get up at once and and go and take the land. It was a spirit of faith and it was a spirit of urgency. He had another spirit. My brothers and my sisters this morning, I want to let you know that 2024 needs another spirit. You cannot continue in this year. The way you have been responding to challenges, the way you have been responding to the voice of God, this year requires a Caleb spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And because of the Caleb spirit, God says, I will bring him. I will bring him. God responds to our attitude. The way you respond to a moment can cause God to respond to you in the same way. When Caleb responded to a moment at the gates where there was battle, where there was scary things, when he responded in faith, God says, I will bring him in. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's time for us no matter what has been in the past, no matter what we experienced before, you could have tried it five times and failed six times. But because this year, there is a prophecy, there is a word, there is a plan, you can do it again with a different spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. We can do it again with a different spirit. We can take the land if we have the Caleb spirit. We can possess nations. We can possess cities. We can take Kabusu. We can take Rukwaga. We can take Kampala. We can take Uganda. If we have a Caleb spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to Jesus. There are too many of us who are approaching the plan of God with the same spirit of the congregation when things do not appear like they are favorable to our eye. Then we make comments. We call them comments. But they are complaints. We give our opinion. We call it an opinion. But it is a complaint. You are speaking your mind that is coming from a spirit that lacks faith, that lacks urgency, that God is able to bring you into. But time has changed. I said time has changed in the spirit. This hour is for the Calibs. This moment is for the Calibs. I do not know if God had ever spoken to you something and you have tried and failed. I do not know if there's something you've seen in the distant future and you do not know how to get there. All you need is a different spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. The spirit of faith and the spirit of urgency. That faith that believes according to Luke chapter 1 verse 37. That with him that believes there is nothing impossible. Nothing impossible. Hallelujah. It takes great, great faith. And it takes a different spirit to walk into the plan of God for your life. Tell your neighbor that. Help me tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. If your neighbor does not tell you, put up your hand and we put them. Say, my neighbor has not told me. Please put up your hand if your neighbor didn't tell you. Report them in class. It takes great faith and a different spirit to walk into the plan of God. Hallelujah. Now listen, as I come to a conclusion. Caleb. 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 All the passion you see in Caleb was because Caleb was fighting for the inheritance of the nation Israel. He was involved in an effort for corporate destiny. Everybody say with me, corporate destiny. It's a corporate destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you need to learn how to walk in love. If your neighbor is sleeping, you wake them up. Walk in love. Show some love. Pitch them. Slap them. That is love. 
That's love because they are missing. Mm. They may not want to miss, but the flesh is uh, the spirit. The flesh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Caleb was in a battle, a contention for Caleb. corporate destiny. I want to tell you, friends, until you find your place in the battle for corporate destiny, especially to do with the body of Christ, it is going to be very difficult for you to find your personal Destiny. Serious. You see, you see, many of us are, are seeking God for a And God is like, first fight for the corporate destiny. Where is Serve in the church. Be an intercessor for all. Serve the body of Christ. Where is While you serve the corporate destiny, you will get to your own. The reason why this is a principle is because God has to kill the self-driving you that wants to focus on you. God teaches you love before he can show you you. Huh? Huh? You remember, there's John 3.16, for God so loved the world. He gave. And and it is the first John 3.16. That one you shouldn't forget it also. I know you in Sunday school they taught you John 3.16. They never taught you first John 3.16. Put it up there. It is up there. Here by, yes, here by perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. Call on. We ought, must, must, we must, must to to lay down our lives. For who? For who? Who are the brethren? Who are the brethren? The church. Until you have laid down your life for the church. It's difficult to find your own destiny. There is no proof of God's love in you until you have laid down your life for the brethren. Now you ask your neighbor, uh, how do you lay down your life for, the, for Faith Family Church? Ask your neighbor. Jonathan is not from Faith Family Church, but ask him about his church. Ask Brenda about her church. Ask uh, where she gone. She's there. Ask them. 
How are you laying down your life for FFC? To prove that you have been perfected in the love of God. That you are walking in love. A life laid down. In other words, the principle is this. When you lift others, God lifts you. It's not the other way around. That when you lift yourself, others are lifted. No. No. You have to lay your life down, lift others, and in that is your own lifting. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do you know there are people who are not sleeping almost every day? And interceding for you people. Do you know that every day there are people in this church who do Every day at midnight they are praying for you. That is the life laid down. Some of them are married like me. When my, when my wife is, is in need of me I'm praying. As God I gave over my husband. Well, for you with your wife in bed. For you, what are you going to do? How are you going to lay your life down? In what way are you going to be the Caleb of our time? Caleb is, is not even thinking about anything. He is busy looking for the destiny of Israel. He's talking to the congregation. Let us go. And what happens? When they finally go into the land, they are fighting battles. Caleb is in the army. He is with Joshua. He has become a leader because God saw a different spirit in him. He's fighting for Israel. One day, the Bible says, he saw Hebron, the mountain of Hebron. And he said to Joshua, give me with prophetic eyes he saw his plot in the plan of God. He saw his place and said, give me this mountain. Give it to me. That was his own destiny. That was his place. He would never have found it if he was only seeking it. He found it while pursuing the good of all. Hallelujah. If the body of Christ, if every believer can understand this secret, the church will not take long to become an exalted mountain when everybody is serving to lift the group, to lift the body. Everybody is doing something looking for their part. What's my part at FFC? What can I do? That's what Satan doesn't want to do. So he does what? He draws people and makes you ambitious to pursue your own good. And you fail to lay down your life for all the brethren. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Are we there? Amen. Are we there? Are we there? Are The plan of God is going to require you to have a different spirit. A different spirit. And that spirit is not going to be selfish. It's going to be be bound in love. And it's going to be a spirit of faith and a spirit of urgency. If I talk about urgency as I conclude, you see friends, Today in our time, we do the things that concern us. And when we are tired, then we do God's work. That's the pattern we have developed. That the things of God come after we have finished our things. We cannot sacrifice for the things of God. We would rather finish what is ours and then God comes in. That's the challenge we're having today. Slowly by slowly, we're becoming more secular than godly. Without knowing it. More secular. God's system is that you seek the kingdom first. First. That if you put him and his will and his work and his purposes and everything first with a spirit of urgency, you, you respond to his will with a spirit of urgency. He says in his covenant that all the other things that the Gentiles are looking for shall be added. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. If this is a year of abundance, how is that abundance going to come? It is going to come when we put God first and his will first and his purposes first and his plan first. Let me show you a scripture. Isaiah chapter 22. I hope I remember you. Get me Isaiah 22, I think verse 23. I hope it's the one. Go to verse 22. Holy Spirit, remind me. Sorry. Let me. I need to give you this scripture. Isaiah chapter 22. I want you to see something. Please don't be in a rush to leave today. Somebody said we come late to the house of God and we are hurrying to leave. As if there's a problem in the house of God we are running from. Verse 18, sorry. Isaiah 23, verse 18. Isaiah 23, verse 18. I'm just trying to confirm the scripture he put on of Matthew 6, Matthew 6, verse 33. And her merchandise and her hire shall be holiness to the Lord. 
It shall be treasured. It shall not be treasured, nor laid up. For her merchandise shall be for them that dwell before the Lord to eat sufficiently and for durable clothing. He's talking about the merchandise of a place called Tyre. Tyre is a spiritual kingdom representing the world. And God is confirmed. The, the, the verse of Matthew 6.33 springs from this verse. What the world is working hard to get. Food to eat. Clothing. God is saying that those who dwell before the Lord hmm? That all the riches of the world are not going to be laid up. In other words, the banks are going to give it up. Ah, you people don't believe. I know you people don't believe. Do you believe? Okay, you believe. <laughs> it says, it shall not be treasured, no laid up. In other words, no one is going to hold the wealth of the world from the righteous. Now, the people who are going to get the wealth of the world are not people who are self-ambitious, running after their own projects. They are people who have put the kingdom first. Those are the ones. The moment God knows that his agenda his agenda is your agenda. He will not refuse resources to come to you. Hallelujah. Cousin Pastor will get up and say we have a need in Mitiana. You will get your 10K and say, Pastor, I have my 10K for Mitiana. Because for you, that is your priority. The kingdom first. Hallelujah. When God says that practice in your life, he is bound by his covenant. That those who dwell in the presence of the Lord, those who have his priorities first, these things are going to be coughed out to you. Have you read the scripture that says that the wicked lay up their wealth for the righteous? I'm telling you, there are accounts today in the bank. They are not in our names. But the money on that account is ours. You say I'm talking to Muslims. I knew. I knew I was talking to Muslims. They're just looking at me like this. I said there's wealth treasured up in Barclays Bank, in Standard Chartered, in Bank of Africa, whatever you want to say. And it is for those who dwell before the law for sufficient food and durable clothing. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, in the scriptures, there are three things God bound himself to, to provide. What is it? He said the Gentiles, they labor for these things. 
and Okay. I want you to know that for someone to go hungry who serves God, it is a problem. It is a problem. Because God promised that if we put him first and his kingdom first, these things will be made. Now, when you have sufficient food, it means that you can give out. Now look at that word, the durable clothing. Because that's not durable. If you're still putting on Chinese clothes, you still have a journey in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say, I want the plan of God for my life. The appetite for the good land, if it's not in you, you can't go for it. As a faith family church, as every believer here, if you know that you are your name is written on the altar, the spiritual altar in this place, that your name is written here. It's on stone. You have been written with pencil. We can rub you anytime. You have been engraved your name on the altar here. You are planted here. Established. You're a family member. I'm talking to those. This is your year to walk in the Caleb spirit. Now, it still applies to those who are not written here. But I want the weight of this word to be heavy on you who are here. That from the beginning of this year, we are going to put faith and urgency in serving our God. We are going to put off the garment of being casual and lazy in service. And we are going to put God first and walk at the best he wants us to walk to pursue the best he has for us. The best he has for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The prophetic word we were given on Saturday on, on God said, go for my best. Go for my best. How many of us want the best? How many of us want the best? How many of us want the best? I also want the best. But I know that the best includes the giants. The best includes the giants. And so I need to be ready for the work for the warfare. I need to set my spirit so that whenever God says go into the trench for 40 days 
I am not going to start talking talk God out of it and say, God, you know, uh, not now. You see, God, I'll do 40 in July. I planned it in July. When God says, I want you to double, triple your prayer life, you are not saying, God, I'm too busy to triple it. You want God's best. Then you need to do what it takes with the Caleb spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. I want us to stand to our feet. And I want to speak again like I spoke in the first service. To those who are ministers here. To department ministers. I want to call you to a different spirit. A spirit that will make us devoted and committed to pursue God's best. In your department, are you sure that's God's best for you? Is that what you can do? Is that what you can bring out? Is there more? Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, give, give me an appetite for your plan. Give me a passion for your plan. Like you put it in Caleb and he pursued your plan. He pursued the corporate destiny of his Right. I want to pursue that corporate destiny of the body of Christ. I want to be like a Caleb in the church today. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. It's your prayer. It's your prayer. The Lord will see your prayer and hear your prayer. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That when we shall come to the gates, when we shall come to the entrance of your plans, Father, we shall enter. We shall not turn back. We shall not be afraid. We shall not complain. We shall not allow other things to take us away. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, pour out a passion on your people for the corporate destiny of the body of Christ as you are perfecting your bride. Pour out a passion, Lord. There are many of us, Lord, who have lost our position in the ministry. We have lost our position in the ministry. We have gone astray. We have become benchers, oh God. Father, restore, 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 restore such a people in a new spirit, in a new spirit of Caleb, oh God. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is my year to partake of the best. The best that God has for me. The best that God has for me this season. Father, I undress every laziness, every slothfulness, every sluggishness. 
whatever it is that has limited me from partaking, Lord, of the gates of the plans of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Rekandi prosetteri bakopreta esombreketeri bapronde sopani mandeketele bada yambrendo sari bakata eranda bakata. There are people here. God wants to awake you to your call. To awake you to your calling. As Paul said, I press on to the mark of the high calling. To the mark of the prize of the high calling. There is a calling in your life. There is a plan of God for you. There is a mountain result for you. There is a place of influence in the church. There is a place of influence out there. That God has reserved for you. And God is saying, return. Start to press on. Start to press on to the mark of your call. To the best that is in your calling. Press on to the high calling. Every one of you, every one of you, there's no one in our ministry who has been called and has no portfolio, has no work to do. We all have a work to do. Let there be a stirring. Let there be an awakening. Let there be a determination. Let there be a passion. Let there be a possessing of that which is of yours. In the mighty name of Jesus, return the back. Father, stir up the callings of your people. Stir up the calling. Stir up the calling. Stir up the calling. Stir up the determination. Stir up the desire. Stir up the passion. The Caleb anointing. The Caleb spirit, we shall go for all that you have prepared for us, for all that you have set in store. We shall pursue, we shall press in in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to pray for your department that you shall attain and press on to the mark of the high calling. Pray for your department. Wherever you serve, wherever you serve in the house of God, you're in the health ministry, you're in the youth ministry, you're in the usher ministry, you're in the media, you're in finance, wherever you serve, you're in prayer, you're in the pastoral, you're in any form of ministry, Pray for the mark of the high calling. The best. That you are not going to lose it. You are not going to lose it. You are not going to give up before you attain it. Pray for that department. To awake to the mark. Father, make us press in. And to press on. To the mark. To the highest, to the utmost, as a ministry, as a church, in the name of Jesus. We shall make a full proof of our ministries. We shall make a full proof of our ministries. We shall make a full proof of our callings. 
we shall make a full proof my father every single one of us shall make full proof of that which you placed in the inside of them in the mighty name of Jesus we shall step into the purposes of God we shall walk into the plan the full plan of the Lord Father, we pursue, we pursue, we press in, we press in, we press in for the highest, we press in for the utmost, we press in for the best, we press in for the glory of God, we press in, we press in. Father, let your passion override us. Let the passion for your name overtake us. Let the passion for your will overtake us. Repapapatai. Repapapatai. Repata. Repatanabakata. Rapapapa. Repatata. Rataparokotaleva. Rapatatanabaka. Repapapoya. Ratatanabakapaya. Underebezekarebaya. Underebezekarebaya. Lift up those hands. And pray for your calling. Pray for your calling. Your assignment in the body of Christ. Pray for it. It's time to position yourself into your assignments, into your place. Don't leave it vacant. Don't leave it empty. Take your position. Take your position. Pray for your call. Say, Father, I yield to my call. I yield to my assignment. I yield to your call and your plan for my life. Lord, position me where I will bear fruit. Position me where I'll bring great glory to your name. In your house, my Father, let my life be laid down to raise others to lift others. Let my life be laid down for the brethren again. I declare today that I lay my life down so that your will is done, so that your plan is accomplished in this place, O oh God, in the body of Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus. I am a soldier in the battlefield waiting to hear the voice of my commander. Jesus, if you call my name, I'll answer a billion times. Hey! I am a soldier in the battlefield waiting to hear the voice of my commander. Jesus, if you call my name, I'll answer a billion times. Hey, I am a soldier in the battlefield 
waiting to hear the voice of my commander. Jesus, if you call my name, I'll answer a pity on time. Who is calling my name? Who is calling my name? Jesus, if you call my name, I'll answer. Who is calling my name? Who is calling my name? Oh. Who is calling my name? Oh. Jesus, if you call my name, I'll answer a pity on time. I am a soldier in the battle, waiting to hear the voice of my commander. If you call my name, I will answer. Lift up those hands and tell him. I will answer. I will answer. This year I answer. This year I answer. This year I answer the dream of my God. I answer the call of my God. I answer. Hey! I am a soldier. I am a soldier in the battlefield. Waiting to hear the voice of my commander. If you call my name, I will answer a billion times. My father, may we answer. May we answer the call. May we answer the call for the kingdom of God, for the body of Christ. Like Caleb answered the call. May we answer the call to go for the plan of the Lord, to go for the best of God, to go for what you have for us. May we answer the call. Abatata yebakata, ratatata, ratatata yaba, ratatara bakapaya, rapatata rebuto, ratata bakata ba, zeparata ba, rapapataya, rapariba bara, zepadira badira badira ba, zebere badira badire, Rapata, Rapapa Rokota, Rapata Tai, Rosa Tanemosa, Rayabosa Tayabaka. Who is calling my name? Oh, Jesus is calling my name. Oh, Jesus, if you call my name, I will answer a billion times. Lift up the hands like soldiers. Like soldiers. Surrendering to the call. Surrendering to the service of our King. And you're saying that, Lord, like Paul said, on the road of Damascus, when a bright shining light hit him, and he asked, Who are you, Lord? And Jesus told him, I am Jesus, the one whom you persecute. And Paul said, what do you want me to do? Let that be our question. Lord, what do you want me to do? 
I surrender to the call. What do you want me to do? What do you want to accomplish through my life? Let there be a new beginning today. A new beginning in my call. A new beginning in my assignments. That I may accomplish that which you want me to accomplish in the body of Christ, in my generation, in the name of Jesus. If you call my name. calling my name oh Jesus is calling my name oh when you call my name I will answer a billion times I want us to take Holy Communion we are going to take let it be served as we stand our feet as we continue to talk to the Lord this is a holy moment God is asking you will you contend for my plan will you contend for my purposes or are you going to continue living the way you want doing what you can and forsaking my plan. He's calling your name. He's calling your name. And he's going to be calling names this year to wake up to the call to the purpose of God in their lives. Hey, who is calling my name? Oh, Jesus is calling my name. Jesus, if you call my name, I will answer a billion times. Who is calling my name? Is calling my name. Jesus, if you call my name. I'll answer a billion times. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Father, I pray. Your word declares that as many as consecrate themselves from these things, they shall be vessels unto the master fit for the highest purpose of the master. Lord, I pray that you'll consecrate us even more this day by the blood and by the body of your son Jesus Christ that there shall be a consecration there shall be a consecration there shall be a consecration to higher purposes a consecration interpreter to higher purposes consecration affects purpose consecration affects purpose as we take the body and the blood let this be a token 
of consecration for a higher purpose for, for his people to walk in greater authority and greater influence Lord I ask you may we rise to a new level of consecration as your servants bless these elements sanctify them to be the body and the blood in Jesus name take the bread, crush it and eat it by his stripes you are healed take the blood Drink it. Anyone here? You have a condition of ulcers, stomach issues, come here and I lay hands on you. Any stomach issues. Bad conditions of the stomach. Come here. And I lay hands on you. Jesus told us we lay hands on the sick. They shall be I've called for stomach issues, so come for stomach issues. Stomach issues. I am a soldier. I'll just lay my hands on you. Pray for you. I'm obeying the Lord. The Lord will heal you. He will heal you. You shall be well. You shall be well. Now you are many. I do not know. Father Lord, there are many, many more than I thought. Thank you, Lord. I ask you, Father, for angels. I ask you, Father, for healing angels to touch them. I ask for healing angels. In the mighty name of Jesus, I rebuke every infirmity that is to do with the stomach. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every infirmity of the stomach of the alimentary canal by the power of the Lord Jesus. By the power of the Lord Jesus. Get out of them. Get out of them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. 
Hallelujah. As any one of you here, you have pain now. Constant pain, consistent pain. Hallelujah. On top of our giving, we want to be able to also support the wedding of Anthony and Hope. It's on this Saturday on the 13th. 13th. This very Saturday. And so we, we, we call upon you to stand with them financially, prayerfully uh, and in any other way. Um, some of us who have some nice cars, we can donate our cars for their entourage. You can give anything in kind. The couple would have desired all of us to attend. Their goal has been to organize a small wedding that they can afford. And and so it's going to be small and glorious. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you're not invited, please don't take it to heart. Uh, it's for financial reasons that this is being done. Hallelujah. So many people are discouraged from having weddings because of all these demands to have a big occasion. But uh, with, with this couple, I believe God has given them a breakthrough to be able to do it small. That's also a breakthrough because people can push and push and push. You know, uh, and then in the end, after you're married, you woke up with Hallelujah. Amen. But, but still want to support them. So, um, if you have a gift, financial gift, and you want to pass on to the couple, uh, are they around still? Stella. Yes, Hope, Hope and uh, Hope and Anthony, can you stand? They are there, they are right there. That's Hope and Anthony. 
And by the way, if you still have a reason why they shouldn't get married, please. Come and tell us. But for us as a leadership, we believe that they should be married. Hallelujah. So that's Hope and Anthony. Uh, you can reach them personally and bless them. Or you can wire the money to Dr. Vincent Kaina and let him know that it is for the couple. And on 13th, their wedding is going to happen in power. Amen. Amen. Please don't forget to support them. Amen. Um, we also have another wedding as I said uh, on 20th we also believe God we shall be able to give uh, towards that cause too of Mirembe Angel Amen Amen you have your offering really stand to your feet stand to your feet stand to your feet Turn to a neighbor, one neighbor. Get yourself a neighbor. Smile at them like you are so, so anointed to smile. Please smile at them like you ate Bogoya. And, and, and before we go, I want you to proclaim a blessing over them. If you don't know their name, get to know their name. Know their name and bless them. Bless them. Prophesy. Proclaim. Proclaim. They are blessed. They are going to walk into the best. Everything God has preserved for them. They are going to have it. They will not turn back in the day of battle. That this year they are stepping on new levels of authority. They are walking in new authority. New influence in the body of Christ. New influence in their workplaces. In their families, in their communities. In the name of Jesus, they will shine like stars. They will be full of flavor like salt. And they will flavor the earth. Every place they go, there will be a flavor. Carrying the presence of God. Carrying the, the anointing of the Lord. And being a blessing. I speak it over you all. In the name of Jesus Christ. May you be blessed. May you be strong. Let the weak say I'm strong. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Go and excel. Excel in purpose. Excel in purpose. Excel in whatever you do. May your hands be blessed. May the Lord fight for you. May he make the way clear before you. And may you have a hope. May you see far into the future. And may you see hope in your future. Your days ahead are brighter than the days behind you. Darkness and gloom is behind you. Darkness and gloom are behind you. Ahead of you is light and glory, beauty, and power and fulfillment. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. And amen. You may give your offering. Give your offering. In Jesus' name. Don't forget to get yourself a prayer journal. Don't forget to support the couples. You are blessed. And you will not be the same. In Jesus' name. I am a soldier. Waiting to hear, oh Jesus, when you call. I am the soldier. Oh, waiting to hear, my commander, Jesus, if you call my name. Yes. I am a soldier waiting to